Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Did you hear that? We started recording and the fridge stopped making noise. I love that for us. I love that for us. Welcome to Off the Book, the podcast. My name's Maddie. My name's Beth. And we talk all things YA, NA, adult books. Um, What a way to start talking about the fridge. I know. Iconic. 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 Today we're talking about a book we have been waiting for. Um, and I'm now deeply upset because we finished it and I've got to wait like a year and a half for the next one. I wasn't the biggest fan. Really? As I was writing out the notes for today, I realised I'm not the biggest fan of this book. I can understand why. I mean, there are some scenes I thought were phenomenal. Some scenes, fantastic. Wouldn't change them for the world. And then the rest of the book, I'm going to say a good 75% of the book is just... Nothing's happening. Yeah. Now, our listeners are probably going, Beth, Maddie, what fucking book are you talking about? (laughs) Well, dear listeners, we'll tell you what book we're talking about. We are talking about The Crown of Gilded Bones by Jennifer L. Armentrout. This is the third. You're going to hear the pillow, sorry. Rude. How dare you? ASMR. ASMR. (laughs) Um, This is the third book in the From Blood and Ash series. Um, And I was telling Maddie today, I, I think. Cass, he's a terrible person. He does lots of bad things. Mm-hmm. But I think he is my ideal man. I would kind of agree. I can't take you seriously with that <laughs> microphone part sticking up like that. You look like a Teletubby. My life goal. <laughs> I have always wanted to be a Teletubby. I've always wanted to be that baby in the sun. <laughs> That's my life goal. Live your dream. You know what? Next year for your birthday, we'll have a Teletubby themed birthday, but you can only. You're the only one that comes to the sun. You know, Teletubbies was banned in my house. My mum wouldn't let me watch it, so I would watch it in secret around my nans. (laughs) (laughs) Is Teletubbies just a British thing? I was just thinking to our American listeners if you don't. I don't know if you guys have the Teletubbies over there. You know what? Google it. Look at the Teletubbies. They were all like seven feet tall or something. Yeah. Um, and apparently are actually really scary in real life because they're so tall. Uh, Google it. Do it. Apparently it does appear in North America. Huh. Um, but yes, sorry. Off oh, topic. Off topic. <laughs> um, before we start talking properly about the book, Maddie, how are you? How's your mental health? What are you reading? What are you watching? I have a story to tell you that I haven't told you yet. Okay, what's the story? What's the story in Balamori? <laughs> So, um, Friday, it's Mm -hmm. currently Sunday when we're recording, Friday, Mm -hmm. I went home for multiple reasons. I did a COVID test at home um, and didn't go back to where I'm staying for school. So, Friday, I had to wake up super early to get the bus. Ended up sleeping through my alarms. Fantastic. You're Mm -hmm. like, where is this story going? Mm -hmm. Well, the night before, because I'd come straight home from school... I only had one change of clothes, so I had washed my clothes the night before, put them in the tumble dryer. I went into the garage to get my clothes out. This was at 10 to 7 in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. 10 to 7 in the morning. My mum had put concrete slabs against the uh, the garage door. I got my stuff. I stepped out of the garage. I rolled my ankle on these concrete slabs, fell flat on my face. I had my rucksack on my back. I had my laptop in my bag. Literally... I had a pile of clothes in my arms, so I fl- fell flat on my face. 10 to 7 in the morning, this was. I'd already missed my bus, so it was going fantastic for me. I just laid on the floor for five minutes in a pile of dirt, because there was just a pile of dirt outside the garage. Mm-hmm. Just laid there. 
I didn't want to get up. That so that's how my mental health's been this week. <laughs> well, just you lying in that pile of dirt. Yeah, this right. I proper thought you know I got strong ankles, right? I got really strong ankles. I'm a dancer, in case you didn't know. Oh and my god, you're a dancer? I'm a dancer! Why did you not tell me? Oh my god, man. And I got really flexible ankles. I reckon if a normal person had done what I did, I pro- they would have probably broken their ankles. I definitely would have. I'm very clumsy. Yeah. Um, but it, like, happened in slow motion. I proper tried to fight me, stopping from, like, falling onto the floor. And then I just... It got to a certain point, and I'd given up on life. I just let myself fall flat on my face, and then I just rolled over and laid there. <laughs> I'm so proud of you yeah so mm. mental health fantastic you know what i'm actually in a really good mood today good i had a driving lesson parallel parked yeah didn't stall once well done i know fantastic um what am i reading again i think this just adds to how you see my mental health at the moment i read a madison kate book in two days it's a reverse harem book <laughs> yeah yeah, two days I read that. I also bought Kindle Unlimited so that I can read the whole series. How many books are there? I think there's about six. Love that for you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> what am I reading? I finished reading Crown of Gilded Bones last night. What am I watching? Nothing. Criminal Minds. <laughs> we went to Thorpe Park the other week and whenever we got scared on a ride we just started screaming the Criminal Minds theme tune. Yeah. That worked really well on the Saw roller coaster. Yeah. I closed my eyes the whole... I don't do well with things pretending to be real. That sounds really stupid. I know it doesn't look real. It doesn't look real at all. But there's something about things pretending to look real that look fake freaks me out. I'm like, this is where I die. That's it, so, that's like, good. you would hate Madame Two Swords? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Um, but, like, that inside part, close my eyes the whole time. Yeah. Also, we was, like, holding hands. Me, Beth, and Jess were, like, holding hands. I'd sat in the middle because I did, again, don't like rides that pretend to be real that look mm-hmm. fake. And we got up to the top of this ride and Beth just y- yanked her. <laughs> I was like, okay. No, it's not that I yanked it. It's that the the force of the roller coaster yeeted my hand from yeeted yours. Yeeted your hand, yeah. I was like, it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> um, Have you seen the state of her body? If I beat you, I'm wearing, wearing a jolly. This is a hot mess already. I know. We are six minutes in, nearly seven minutes in. Um, We've been screaming, not screaming, shouting, um... Have you seen the state of her body? If I be, I, I am wearing, wearing a Johnny. Johnny. Constantly for like the past mm, mm. 20 minutes. But I'm kind of proud of us because last weekend we kept shouting, I'm getting ripped tonight. R.I.P. that pussy. Yay. <laughs> so at least we've moved on. We have. We've expanded. Yeah, we've moved on. I'm so proud of us. Yeah. Character development. <laughs> Whoever my writer is though, let's pick up. Mm-hmm. Let's get this enemies to lovers going. Yeah, I need it. You mentioned that for me a few weeks ago, and it hasn't happened. What? Enemies to lovers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ugh, that's I amazing. know. I hate that. Um, what about you? Same questions. <laughs> so, um, Maddie, as Maddie's aware, uh, I've told Maddie this story already. I work. I work technically three jobs with the podcast, but like only two that I actually get paid for. One of them's in a coffee shop and it was a terrible day i had somebody i had so many customers being mean it was so busy 
and I burnt my hands on scalding hot water and I had a breakdown in in the middle of the coffee shop and like we we there's nothing like everyone could see me having this breakdown and I was just staring at the coffee machine crying my eyes out and just said like I wish for the sweet release of death mid tears and then I heard um call me by your name by mm-hmm. uh, Lil Nas X uh-huh. playing on the radio and my mood changed so quickly I was, I was actually like crying like I hate life <gasps> cocaine it's really good difference like my my mood changed so quickly um, so is that to say that Lil Nas X saved me from having a breakdown I think so yeah um, I would say so yeah so thank you to him also just to add to that I got in the car with Beth today immediately we just started ranting immediately I love that for we us. were so angry literally our moods have changed drastically since we first got in that car yeah i think we just bring out the best in each other I think that, yeah since you know we had that whole year of like not talking not being friends we weren't friends we weren't friends no i don't know if these guys know that guys we have we ever mentioned before that we weren't actually <laughs> friends for like a whole year i think we got all of our anger out then yeah we're not allowed to be angry at yeah. each other ever again i think it's the no. law oh by the way we have just had both had ne- negative covid tests yes. by the way yeah I take we take them twice, twice a week. week. Yeah, because we work in a school, not the same school. Um, <laughs> so my mental health. Eh. Um, but don't worry, don't worry. I did have a breakdown at work today, but I am following the rules of self care. And when I say following the rules of self care, I mean I am rewatching that one clip from episode five of Shadow and Bone. Um, as you will find out, because we're gonna record episode. another episode of the Shadow Our Shadow and Bone TV adaptation review. Um, yeah, I love the Darkling. He's a terrible, terrible person, but I, you know what? I'll just I love Ben Barnes. That's what it is. I think that's what it is. I mean, we love the Darkling anyway, but I think you've truly fallen in love with Ben Barnes. I've been in love with Ben Barnes since he was Prince Caspian. Mm-hmm. Which fun that he kept the Prince Caspian sword. Love that for him. Love that. So he just has him. a sword in his house. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> Maddie Stad just bought a sword. Yeah, it's just here in the house. It's just here. Mm. I was like, do you not need a license? And to be fair, I think it might be some sort of prop. Mm. But it doesn't look doesn't look fake. Yeah, but it was just really cool. Like, And you got to pull it out and you just stood there with the sword. And I was like, oh, I don't want to annoy you. This sword comes up to my hip. It's huge. It's huge. I mean, I am small, but it's a huge yeah. sword. Yeah. Um, but sorry, back to the thing. So mental health, mm. everything yeah. is being solved by Ben Barnes. Yep. Um, and me and you, of yeah. course. Um, what am I? And actually, that kind of covers what am I watching? I'm just rewatching that one scene and ASMR. No, shut <laughs> up. Listen, I'm very stressed at the moment, and if I'm really, really stressed, I do. There's just like, oh, shut up. Don't bully me. I wasn't. I wasn't bullying you. You are bullying me. I'm not bullying you. You are definitely bullying me. Um, I'm also going to try and finish one division tonight or tomorrow. I've got two episodes left. Um. And then what am I reading? I'm so excited. I'm about to start reading Realm Breaker by Victoria Aveyard, who has, um, she knows we exist. She liked one of our tweets and she saw our Insta story. But she knows we exist. I'm sure she was just going through everyone. No, don't say that. Let me live my dream. I've loved Victoria Aveyard for a long time. Mm -hmm. If she ever listens to this, not that she would, but Miss Victoria Aveyard, I love you so much. I love her so much. Heads up, by the way, our schedule is going to change. Uh, next week's going to be Realm Breaker, and then we're going to do We Hunt the Flame. We Hunt the Flame, and then there's a different Gilded Gilded, Gilded Wolves. Wolves, which looks cool. 
And then after that, who knows? But also we're considering doing three episodes a month instead of four. Yes, because this whole... Because we basically have three jobs. This yeah. whole three job thing is really catching up to us. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's good that we're doing the kind of extra Shadow and Bone review episodes. Yeah. That's good. Because they only this take turned... us half an hour to do. Yeah, this has turned from an episode to us having like a podcast meeting while recording an episode. <laughs> I just thought they should know. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we're communicating everything with you guys. Yeah. Um, thank you for everyone's feedback with the microphones. Hopefully we've fixed it. Yeah, hopefully we've fixed it. For us, on all of the platforms, everything sounds fine. So we don't really understand what's going on. So now we just, we're trying a different approach. Maybe, I feel like I might be too close to the microphone, but who knows? I feel that too, and I feel like if I accidentally spit, it's going to hit the microphone. ASMR. ASMR, yeah. Um, You know, an accidental ASMR account. But I've tried, I've pressed a whole bunch of buttons on the computer, and we've tried different approaches with the mics, so hopefully Mm. it works. If it doesn't, please just let us know again. Um, This is a big book. I think we're just going to have to, like, give a bit of background to what's already happened, but yes i want to say it's thick but not a lot happens literally (laughs) um so spoiler free review spoiler free review Mm -hmm. i loved it for the characters um i'm here for kieran yep and miss willa miss willa i love her them two hold the weight of this book on their shoulders they really do honestly i think kieran is carrying this whole series on his back yep i would do anything for kieran um and yeah i think that's gonna be the end of our spoiler free review so from this point onwards it's spoilers yes so goodbye goodbye spoilery goodbye people. come come back when you've read it um if you listened to i was supposed to listen to our episode for what was it called um flesh and fire queen what's it called flesh and fire well you were gonna read that before no i was gonna listen to our the end of it like our final thoughts and feelings yeah before we did this episode but i ran out of time because i wanted to see what our theories were for this book you know what that's smart i can't i don't have time to do it now um but i guarantee what we thought did not happen and you know what i'm gonna say one thing straight off the bat this is definitely a spoiler there was no joining. No joining. Miss Miss Armantrout, she's going to hold that. We're going to get it. I believe we are definitely going to get the joining, but she's going to milk it. She's going to make us wait. I think it's going to be the next book. In okay. my heart, in my soul, yeah. I feel like it's going to be the next one. At the end. Yeah. Or something's going to happen where they really literally have no choice. Hmm. They do talk about the joining though. They, a lot. I love. So much. So many conversations. And every time it happened, I was like, is this... Is it happening now? Is it happening now? But it didn't. It didn't. Um, Um, But can I do a general spoilery review? A general. Or do we want to do that at the end? We'll do that at the end. Okay. So we're going to talk through the plots. um, And I would like to say Maddie did the notes this week. And they're just called What in the Actual Fuck is Going On? Yeah. Because genuinely, I reread the the first, like, I'm going to say 100 pages. Mm Mm-hmm minimum of five times i cannot figure out what in the fuck happened with alistair i genuinely don't know he's just an asshole he is um so the last yeah i was gonna say i think we need some context yeah i was gonna say the last book ended with um poppy and cass and kieran and all that going to atlantia they've just been married 
um, and they're going back to Atlantia. Mm-hmm. Um, Poppy's then separated from everyone, taken to a temple, and then people start throwing rocks at her. Yeah. And she, I don't even know what happens. Like, it rains blood. It rains blood, a tree grows, and the queen takes her crown off and goes, this is the descendant of the gods, she is now the queen. And it, it, I remember being like, what? what yeah, the what the fucking... Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes. So then the book picks up exactly from that moment. Yeah. Um, so Poppy's just killed a lot of people that tried to stone her. And the queen was like, oh, you're the true heir to Atlantia. The king's not really vibing with this development. He's like, the fuck? He really does not mm. care. We also really quickly find out that the Wolven, um, all of the bonds have been broken. So anyone who like went through the joining, those bonds are gone, gone now. now. So Cass and Kieran are no longer bonded. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cass keeps trying to get to Poppy just to walk to her because they're married. He loves her. Mm-hmm. Um, but the And wolf- she's just been stoned. Yes. Like he's trying to help her. But the Wolven are now bonded to Poppy. So like Kieran was about to rip Castile's head off. Yeah. Because he's like, you're going near her and I don't think she's given you permission to do that mm-hmm. yet. Um, but yeah, Poppy's like, hey guys, he's my husband. It's fine. It's chill. Now this is where I have zero idea what's gone on. Right. So, we actually, that is an entirely good point. How, how did they get from that moment to Alistair kidnapping Poppy? What happened? Because I've read it so many times and I don't understand. What happened to the, the original, original plot, plot of the movie? Like, here's the thing. I know that they were like, Alistair's behind this, he needs to be arrested. And the king was like, but there's no actual proof that Alistair was behind this. And then something happened. And I think there were dissent, dissenters, descenders, what they called? Descendants. Descendants. No, dissenters. Um, around them. And then all of a sudden, like, Cass was like on the floor and like... Yeah. Oh yeah, there was like arrows and yeah. Cass got shot and turned grey. Yeah. And then and someone then so did Poppy out. And so did Kieran and then all of a sudden Poppy woke up in a crypt. And I covered in bones. Covered in bones. And I was so confused. No matter how many times I read it, zero idea. Yeah, that bit confused me a little bit, but I understand that somehow something happened and she was kidnapped. She's been there for like a few weeks. Yeah. And no, like a few days. A few days and they've got like these bone chains. Creepy. Creepy. And I think they're from the deities. Are they from yeah, the they're deities? like, I think they're made from like the bones of deities yep. and they are the only thing that can trap a deity yep. because they say, Poppy, you're, you're a, a deity. deity. Um, but every time she moves, they get like, they get tighter. So here's where I was confused as well. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. I Jansen. Jansen. He's the head guard from when she was in Blood. Blood and Ash, the first yeah, book. Yeah. The head, the head guard who appointed Castile as her guard, he's there now, and he hates Poppy. So it turns out there's like a whole group of conspirators that were involved, and he's been part of it. But it felt like he was so forced into that storyline. I didn't even remember who he was. I didn't remember who he was until we had an explanation, because she was going, oh my god, it's Jansen. And I'm like, like, who the the fuck fuck is is Jansen? Like, um, who is he? And then he gave this whole story about how, um, what's his name? What's Breckett? Beckett. Beckett. <laughs> yeah, so Beckett, the little, like, the woman. Dead. He's dead. He was killed. Was it him at any point in the last book? Or was it Jansen pretending to be him the whole time? Oh, yeah, because plot twist. Jansen is actually a change- changeling? Yeah. Um, Beckett was in part of the book. The beginning when he like runs up. The begin, yeah. I think it wasn't until I just realised something. What? Poppy realises that Beckett's feelings towards her change from like being happy and help, like all of that mm-hmm. stuff, 
to them being afraid of her was the when that's probably when, when he changed Beckett was killed Beckett was um, killed and Jansen's now taken his place. Yeah. Because it wasn't sweet, innocent Beckett that, that took her to that temple. Mm-hmm. It was Jansen as Beckett. Yeah. Yes. 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 Cool. Jansen then disappears and then Alistair. <laughs> Alistair mm. shows up. Can we just pause for one second? I've had a really random non-book related thought. This is really random, but you make me really happy. This oh. is so <laughs> random. But we're, sat- we're just talking about books. Like Jensen Beckett and you just made me proper happy. I love you, man. You just gave me, like, um, Trixie and Katia moments where Trixie's like, I just like you. <laughs> I do quite like you. I'd be really sad if you weren't my friend. Thanks, so let's friend. stay friends, okay? No more, like, No year. more year hiatus. Yeah, we're not taking a year friendship hiatus. Not allowed. Okay. A five-minute friendship hiatus, possibly. Five minutes. I go, <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> I mean, it's me. Time okay. out. Time out. <laughs> Sorry, that was really random. It just I just got hit with this real, like, I love you. Don't do stuff like that, because you know I don't process feelings very well. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to process that? I don't know. Go home and listen to Driver's License. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to listen to Body on repeat. That's how I'm going to process it. That's in, the only thing. Isn't Body, Adi, 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 have you seen the state of her body? <laughs> if I be it, I'm wearing a Johnny. Adiola. Um, People are going to be listening to this and be like, what <clears> the fuck is going on? Sorry, I am just I just had to take a second to tell Maddie that I love her. Um, oh, you're so much. <laughs> <laughs> what was my next response to just do the Debbie line? Anyway, anyway Alistair's Alistair. here. Oh, oh, this also, man. Jensen, before leaving, because Poppy, she's now learned that because she's not got the veil and she's not the maiden, she can fight back, even if it's not physically. She can, she's got a mouth on her. She's yeah. kind of like biting back yeah. at Jensen and he hits her. Um, Alistair then comes down and is like, look, I'm really sorry. He shouldn't have hit you. That's awful. She's like, you've literally got me chained in a dungeon. Like, getting hit was terrible. Awful. But like, but not really the worst thing that's happened not, yeah. to me. Like, I, I, is my is my husband alive? Yeah. Dead? You're not giving me anything here. I completely forgot that they had that, that marriage print on their hand. Mm. That apparently symbolises whether the other is alive. Yeah. I completely forgot that was a thing. Mm. So, so did she yeah so um but yeah the reason why all this is happening is because they think poppy is a threat to atlantia and they need to dispose of her and alistair keeps chatting some shit about some prophecy what i didn't understand this prophecy either what what's gonna happen she's gonna he doesn't go into any detail (laughs) and then whenever it's brought up in like atlantia later on they're all just like we don't believe in prophecies we don't have prophecies yeah um i he's he's an annoying bad guy normally there are some of the bad guys that when they have you captured they'll tell you their entire plan but he doesn't do that he just gives bits and pieces of like information that's like kind of useless unless we know the rest yeah i mean that probably means he's a good bad guy like he didn't want her to know just but in case he's she also out. kind of shitty because he's like i need to protect the crown in atlantia but also kind of want to stay- stage a coup yeah like like he's pretty where's shitty. the logic there is no logic if the king and queen don't agree with your what you're saying that's it they're gone yeah but you're trying to protect them it makes zero sense no sense um but he reveals that his plans to give poppy to the blood crown dun, dun, dun. when he said um they want you i'm gonna give them you i thought he meant the wolven and i was really confused and it, i had to reread it a couple of times so proud of you <laughs> There's something about the writing of this book that really froze me. Mm. I will like give everyone the heads up. The majority of this is 
Okay, actually, spoiler-free moment. Poppy thinks so, so much. much. Now, I understand she's not had, like, contact with people for a lot of her life. She's had to be quiet. So she's had to get used to thinking a lot. I don't think that much. It, this is really making me think that my head, head is actually empty. empty. Yeah. Like, am I having no thoughts? Should I be thinking as much as she is? No one should be thinking as much as she is. She's even thinking during sex. Yeah. Like, in-depth things. And we'll go into it later, but she thinks really weird things when they're having sex. So, it's, like, so, like, out of context as well. Mm. It'll be, like, a really serious thing she's thinking about. Meanwhile, they're in the shower. Like, yeah. Or there's, like, there is a bit... This isn't necessarily a spoiler, but there's a point later on where they're having sex and she's thinking... Like, they're making promises to, like, kill each other's loved ones <laughs> mid-sex. So you're going... Hold um, on. What? <laughs> is this really what you should be talking about? Oh, is this about, about a brother? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it was just great. Um, So they take Poppy to the blood crime. Oh, they've drugged her. They gave her food and it was filled with drugs. Um, They've got like a blanket version of the bone chains to hold her down. Why did I imagine it like a weighted blanket? That's but a bone. <laughs> I need to add something here. I went off on a rant yeah. in the wrong place. Right. So, I've already said that it really confused me. That's problem number one. Mm -hmm. But I think the whole issue with this first part of the book is that we got no answers to what the fuck happened in the last one. Mm -hmm. It was such a big cliffhanger and such a big thing that she literally gave her the crown and was like, you're the queen now. Surprise! And then immediately, Alistair kidnaps her and we've got no context for what just happened. But I think that's kind of the point. No! Because then we find out later on in the book! Yeah, but so much later. We were already re- waiting. How long, how long ago did we read the second one? We read the second one, like, late... Six months ago? Yeah. Yeah, six months we've been waiting for this book. Yeah, well, for if it answers. Make, if it makes you feel any worse, we're going to have to wait, like, a year I and a half know. for the next one. But then we also had to wait half the fucking book to get any answers about what happened in the... I just needed a little bit of clarity. Not for her to immediately be kidnapped and thrown into chaos straight away i just needed a little bit of calm no a little bit but we didn't no. get that we weren't allowed mads jennifer armantrout woke up and chose violence she really did she chose chaos and for i respect like, her for that. like 100 pages and then she like chilled out for like 200 pages i love her for that 300 pages and then at the end she was like here's everything yeah <laughs> i love her so much miss armantrout if you ever listen to this you're a g love you yeah um, so they take Poppy to the Blood Crown in her um, weighted blanket of bones, and Castile and Kieran and the whole gang, the whole Scooby gang whole appear, gang. including his dad, to help save her. It was a great moment. That, but there was, is it? Is this the point where her dad like whips out a sword and she thinks he's going to cut her or something? It was like a weird moment. Basically, there's lots of fighting. It's really dark. Yeah. Sorry, that's a pillow. I'm going to move that because I'm going to um, keep making the noise. I don't know. Again, I was just so happy that Kieran had shown up. I was literally, uh, yes. I had Lizzo. I've been waiting for this, this one. one. Playing in my head. I also would like to state, Castile is upgraded um, because instead of ripping a guy's heart out, he, he just rips... guy's spine. Yeah, he just reaches one pull, wh- ripped out a guy's spine. That is some strength, man. And then Kieran just goes... He's a bit angry. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I can I can guess that from, you know, ripping out someone's spine with his bare hands. Uh, Kieran then frees Poppy from the bone blanket. That wording, Madison. Uh, she says she's going <laughs> to sit this one out because... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because Earlier Alistair on. said that she's a monster. Yeah, basically so he what said... what if I'm a monster? <laughs> we sat for way too long last night watching Gabby Hanna's live on TikTok. The way she sang that song... 
I was the so... way she sang every song. I am very concerned about her well-being. I, so am I. But it was the way she did. So what if I'm a monster? I think that is what's going to haunt me at night. I used to stand Gabby Hanna when I was younger. When I was like 2014. You know that era. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sneeze. Um... Um, the phone blanket <laughs> oh yeah Whoa. basically Alistair said that the deities can't control themselves they, their life's so long <laughs> don't laugh at me their life is so long that they kind of like lose any sense of humanity stop laughing at me it's <laughs> 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 so mean without me anyway yeah so he basically was like you're a monster you need to be destroyed so once kieran gets the bone blanket off of her um she's like i'm gonna sit this one oh no he goes I, i'm gonna ask you to sit this one out but i know that's not gonna happen and she she mm. goes actually i am gonna sit this one out and he's like well now i'm more concerned than i was before because mm. you never want to sit out a fight but it's because she didn't want to use her powers because she can't really control them at this point. She yep. doesn't fully know what her powers are. And she's just been told she's a literal monster. But she then sees Jensen and goes, hold the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I did actually. Front door. She was like, I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. I promised I was going to kill him. Yeah. And she whips out a crossbow. No. Oh, no. No. She kills Jensen, but someone else whips out a crossbow. I thought he had it. No, it flew out of nowhere. Oh. Somebody shoots Poppy in the chest. But how? If she's stabbing... And her chest is facing him. Is it, went... it going through him? No, I think it came from the back. And she can see it like protruding out the middle. But we've got Jansen in... Oh, from the back. I thought it went from the back. I don't know. Either way, she got shot. Because Jansen, I think, is like on the floor. I think someone like was holding him down. Cass was holding him down. Yeah. Um, Poppy, dead ass. She was dying. And Castile ascends her, despite his dad being like, Ho, don't do it. <laughs> His dad is really just like, absolutely not, mate. This is now is not the time. Mm. This part kind of hurt because like, Cass is just literally like begging yeah. for her to stay alive, mm-hmm. and it's terrible. But I kind of love that trope when it's like, so, yeah. like one of the characters is dying and fantastic oh, moment. It's it's always it's so painful and you cry, but but also it's so well written. It's it was so well written, but, but we also she's this not going to die. Hundred pages in, she, yeah, she's and die. we've now learned that this isn't a trilogy. This is what six books. Yeah, that's a prequel. Yeah, yeah. So she's not going to die. Mm. Um. So up next is a uh, bloodlust in Kieran. So Poppy wakes up starving. She doesn't know who or where she is. She tries to eat Kieran while completely butt naked. Yeah, she doesn't have any idea who he is. Mm. She just like can see his pulse sense the blood mm-hmm. tries to take mm-hmm. a bite um but it's okay because castile wakes up and i've put down that um he feeds her in not one but two ways <laughs> <laughs> which i'm not wrong and kieran's just stood there trying to stop L- literally <laughs> it's the fact that so hard oh my god so so Poppy's drinking Castile's blood and, and they're, they're like also having sex. Yes, and Kieran stood there right behind Poppy literally like holding her holding her back from literally killing Castile. He's a He's fantastic a... friend. Yeah. Yeah. He I... re- really went above and beyond for them. 
Miss Armentrout is just teasing us with the concept yeah. of joining. Mm. I feel like right now this is as close as we're going to get. Um, but yeah, so they... Um, it turns out Poppy didn't actually send the same way everyone else does. They have no answers, but they're like, look, we're going to have to talk to Cass's parents. They must know an answer. Mm-hmm. But she has feelings. She can go into the sun. She sprints outside butt naked. The moment where she just runs out and Del- Delano is just there, chilling in woven form, and he's like, the fuck is happening? Not in front of my salad. <laughs> really? In front of my salad? Please. Um, but she's not craving any blood after that initial moment of madness. And then they go kill Alistair. Um, and it, I think the way that was done was really good because yeah. they didn't tell Alistair that Poppy was alive. Yeah. And he sat there in his last moments kind of bragging like, da 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 Like, I had to save Atlantia. And and Cass is like, but I'm not the one that's going to kill you. And Poppy walks up and Alistair's like, oh, for fuck's sake, man. Oh, for fuck's sake, Ali. Well, for, I said that at work today when I was having my breakdown. I went, oh, for fuck's sake, Ali. Um, and the woman I work with just looked at me like... How old is the woman that you work with? Like, in her 50s. Okay, yeah, she's not going to have she any She was like, like, what? Um, I've introduced my dad to for fuck's sake, Ali, and and she's zooming, dude. She's zooming. Um, We're going on a trip in our favorite <laughs> rocket ship all over Atlantia. All over Atlantia. I can't keep up with the places. We go everywhere. We go here, there, and everywhere. They go to Kieran's house. I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember where it is. Um, I like this bit when they're riding into the city and like. Poppy's like understandably terrified because the last time she was going into Atlantia, people stoned her. Yeah. But this time they're all cheering and calling her Liesa, which means they're queen. Yeah. They've like all of the Wolvens like bow. They put one knee on the floor, their left palm on the floor, and then their right yeah. palm on their. How do they do that in wolf form? They just. <laughs> I'm sure they just like bow. I'm sure they're not trying to like put their paw <laughs> to their chest. I don't think it's happening. I don't think they can actually bend that way. No. Um. <laughs> Um, so, the shower. The shower scene. So first of all, Poppy's like, what the fuck is a shower? And Cass is like, oh, hold up, I've been waiting for this one. He gets to show her what a shower is. Cass then goes to speak with his dad. Kieran and Poppy have a little heart to heart, and they kind of go like, oh, do you feel more awkward that you tried to eat me, or the fact that you were naked while doing so? I love Kieran. I love Kieran. I'm here for Kieran. Yeah, me too. I love him yeah i would do anything for that man anything at all and we get so much more kieran content in this book because he's with us like almost all the time yeah and i love that for him. and i have a feeling we're gonna have even more kieran content in the next one specifically adjoining hopefully specifically i'm pray i'm manifesting it so during this little heart to heart this awkward conversation that they got going on Mm -hmm. eventually like kieran makes his way to the bed Mm-hmm. They're lying on the bed, and then they figure out how Poppy can communicate with the Wolven through their minds. Because mm. he, because they're having a conversation, and she's like, "Oh, she's talking about this one time." And he's like, "No, but you said that out loud." And she's like, "No, I didn't." And he's freaking out, and she's freaking out. But in like, I imagined it in a really like, "Oh my god, we can talk in it's our minds." So mind. cute. That's, um, yeah. But I'm also kind of shocked. Like, why isn't their first in- instinct to be like, "We could just tell Cass we're chatting shit about him, and he won't know." Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah um so yeah now it's time right how do you say it germ i was calling them germs okay cool so they're like these weird creatures that have no features no eyes no i thought i literally imagined it like a human but with no face literally same um they show up Mm -hmm. they're there there's a little bit of a fight scene yes all of the parents are getting involved which i loved um although one thing i will point out is that so there's loads of these germ things but there is one living man yeah. who's like up 
on like the rise or whatever but he disappears he gets away unscathed mm-hmm. um but all of the we don't find out who he is right yeah, i don't think we do um there's one guy who actually has a mouth <laughs> and says some stuff to poppy <laughs> the, That's the hump, yeah man. yeah there's so many times where she's like wait he has emotions he's talking he has a mouth she thinks he was at the inn the night she was attacked um or like he knows something about it yeah does she use her powers here i I think she does. I think this is a moment where she's like, fuck it. People she, are going to die. She literally says, fuck this shit, let's start a riot. Yeah. I think this is the point where um, Cass's dad pulls out a sword and she thinks he's going to hurt her, but then he pulls her to the side yeah. and stabs the thing and he looks at her and is like, you thought I was going to do that to yeah. you? I, I think throughout the book, we just see Cass's parents realise like how badly treated she was, mm-hmm. how traumatised she is. Yeah. Like, homegirls had a terrible life. An awful life. Like, I know that we're all here for, like, the whole, like, yeah, she's, like, an empowered, like, character development, but, like, she is majorly traumatised. Yep. Um, I might have got the order of this a little bit wrong. I don't know whether this happened before or whether it happened after, but it's necromancy time, my guys. Necromancy. Um, well, so... there's... Yes. So, a little girl gets hit by a carriage. Pop has... Her dad shows up at the what? Sorry. What? <laughs> what now is not the time <laughs> now is not the time but you know a little girl got hit by a carriage um that's what the funny thing and that's a terrible thing to laugh at but i'm gonna pull that i was hit by a car when i was younger i feel like i'm i'm, I'm allowed to you're laugh traumatized you're I'm allowed traumatized. yeah um i was i texted maddie today uh while i was at work and i was like i'm so sick and tired of having to like work for money why don't i just get a sugar daddy like some way i can live my life and not have to work under this terrible capitalist world Mm -hmm. but then i was walking into the bins and carrying all the bin bags and i had to like cross a road while i do it it's a quiet road there's no one there mum dad if you're listening not that you are but please turn this off now i was actually thinking oh no it'd be such a shame (laughs) if a really rich man hit me with his car really ashamed we don't need you to be I would, twice by a car i would sue him for everything he's worth and i would be rich and then potentially enemies to lovers and potentially enemies to lovers yeah um or just get him as a sugar daddy yeah um but it didn't happen obviously <laughs> so well, don't worry him right now so. I'm right now um, um but so, yeah sorry little girl got hit by, by a carriage. carriage her dad shows up at the house and he's like can you please come and help poppy goes of course she does mm. um this little girl is she's dead she's dead yeah but poppy um like goes for it she uses all of her power she's literally glowing and everyone's like oh my god you are a goddess she brings this girl back to life this is where Cass starts calling her goddess yes also everyone starts bowing everyone sees what she's done um and everyone is bowing people from the street are bowing all the wolven are bowing Cass is bowing he's like you are a goddess yep 100% he knew he might I think he must have known. Also, um, you say they have a little makeout session time in the garden. No, they have sex. Shit, do they? They have sex. He takes I forgot her, that happened. He takes her to an alleyway, this little alcove, and he's trying to start having sex with her. And she's like, oh no, we're in a public oh, garden. yeah. And he's like, don't wor- the worry. The wolven are around. The wolven Speaking are around. Speaking of which, this is an important thing we need to discuss. The wolven are bonded to Poppy. They feel when she's emotional. Do they feel everything also sorry to pop in here with an with a different book a different twitter question that i saw posed the darkling from the shadow and bone <laughs> series he is a living amplifier yeah. does that mean he can amplify his own orgasm and then i came back to beth and i said but wouldn't that mean he can amplify other people's because he's amplifying others powers not his own this is a really sexual based 
or like this is a real sex-based episode i'm finding yeah parentals please don't listen parentals don't listen <laughs> if any of my family's listening big old yeah, goodbye bye um but yeah no so they have sex and it's a thing of like but the, the wolven have great hearing so they, they know what's know. going on they have probably and just had to sit there and hear to her. it they've got to know they've got to in know. my head i was like because they feel what she's feeling right so if but I don't know if, I don't know if little... it's just like the really powerful emotions, like like at the end. Um, but I, if they're feeling what she's feeling, like she gets angry, they get angry, right? Mm. If she's horny, they horny too. <laughs> well, <laughs> we it... see a little bit of that later. Oh, well, the, the next, the next thing. Um, so they then go. Have you seen what I put? <laughs> So they're going around the city mm. and then they end up, they're walking along the beach. There's a and, wedding. Yeah, there's a wedding. Yeah, this and scene was really cute. I love this scene. And it was so lovely because like Cass, it's on the beach. Cass sends off the royal guards and it's just Cass, Poppy and the Wolven and all these random beachgoers. Mm-hmm. And I loved it because like Cass and Poppy are lying down and like Delano comes over and they're dancing around a fire and he's like, Poppy, come dance with me. And she just dances with him and she dances with Kieran. And it's one of those things like they're swinging and dancing um, and like she starts off like I can't dance and Delana's like do you think these people can dance or that they're just having fun and I love the way she's passed around from like Delano to Kieran to Lyra who's a new wolf and that uh-huh. we meet and then everyone's like oh Cass is getting jealous then her and because he wasn't allowed to dance only the wolven were allowed to dance yeah. and she was because she's she's like and oh it was the bit where like Kieran's all sweaty but he pulls her into a dance and is like He's like, you need to understand how much we are honoured mm-hmm. with the fact that you're dancing with us. And it's one of those lovely moments of like, it's not him being like snarky, like no. sarcastic, and it's him being like genuinely really like, sweet. you're my queen and you're dancing with us and this is the most humbling moment I've ever had. Um, and then, <laughs> I don't know how we go from this really sweet, empowering, beautiful moment to um, Poppy and Cass are like walking around the beach. I thought they were sat by a fire. Or maybe sat by the fire and they can see... Everyone Kieran just and starts hooking up. Kieran starts... and Lyra go off a little bit away down the beach. And then she... there's some tents that people are there's just... There's an orgy happening in a yeah. tent. Kieran's getting a blowjob. And and then Poppy, Poppy goes... Is... She is intently watching them. But we also know that she can feel Kieran's feelings. Oh, yeah. I forgot and that she, happened. She can feel... So if she can feel theirs... They must be able to feel hers. But it's because she's watching. She is watching Kieran get a blowjob so intently. And Cass is then obviously getting turned on like, you're watching Kieran getting a blowjob? Ooh. There's a moment later. It happens later. But Kieran's like, did you enjoy watching us? And she's and just Poppy's like, yeah. like, Poppy's like, um, yeah. She straight up is just like, yeah. Yeah. Bet. <laughs> there are so many, I think, little bits that are building up to give us a joining. I thought if we weren't gonna get joining i thought maybe lyra kieran cass and poppy but what all of them (laughs) because maybe not not all the characters are alive at the end of this yep yep (laughs) sorry spoiler alert (laughs) um um but yeah so there's a bit of a um thing and she oh yeah they take her so there's some woodland area and poppy gives Cass a blowjob. Yeah. And again, he's still like, I'm still in control. He doesn't sound like he's no. in control. Also, there's talk about Miss Willer's diary. Just Yes. Yeah. Which, keep hold of Miss Willer's diary. Um, Everman time? They go visit the king and queen. The queen has a chat with Poppy about her being queen and them not wanting a war. Um, also, the thing that I really enjoyed in this whole section is 
this is the first time that she's properly actually meeting Cass's parents. Mm-hmm. And the mum starts off, like, not kind of on the defense yeah but then like poppy is standing up for herself because she realizes this conversation is going to dictate the relationship she has with cass's parents going mm-hmm. forward and she goes into it and i think she acts almost like she's a queen mm-hmm. i don't think she realizes it but she deals with it with such diplomacy but also tenderness yeah um and she's standing up for herself like i'm not going to justify my actions i don't like i will apologize for the things i think i have to apologize for but like don't tell yourself for like yes he ascended me but look i'm not actually ascended um, and actually, eventually, the mum and dad are like, you know, we're really sorry for any part we've had to play in all this bad stuff. I just had a fall. Yeah. Completely off topic. Yes. Kieran's mum and dad are expecting another child. Yes. This seems... It's mentioned a lot. Mm-hmm. Are we going to jump ahead a little bit in the future books? Are we going to see this kid growing up? It seems like too forced in there for it to just be like an offhanded comment. Who knows? Maybe she's trying to build on Kieran's story and Kieran's life because we're trying to make Kieran a more prominent character in this book. So by giving him... I think by having this whole meeting Kieran's parents, seeing where Kieran grew up, um, giving him a new family member, I think that is just making Kieran more 3D. He's more visceral. We understand him as a person more. Because then we see a bit of character development from him having a pregnant mum. Plot twist. Mum has the baby in the book. Of course she does. She's literally about to pop. Yeah. Um, but then him going from that to like, oh, me and my two sisters. Okay. Like, so I think it's just more about his character development. But we could see the development of this kid. Who knows? I think we've got three more books. We've though. got three more books. Po- possibly more. Who knows? Who knows? Um, we also find out, plot twist, Ian wants a meeting. Um, Ian is her brother, by the way. Yes. Forgot what that guy was called. Brother. Said brother. very loosely. Um, yeah. Very loosely. Um, so... Ian, oh no, actually we skipped a whole thing. There was So there's a whole conversation here where they're talking about how they think Poppy has powers. I believe this is the conversation. Is it, This is the what conversation. What powers? Pow, like, the, like the thing where she killed everyone. Well, they know, we know they that. They know about that, but they're trying to figure out how. And they're like, you're a descendant oh, of the gods. We think you are Malik. Ma- okay, also clarification. Pronunciation. Malik, M A. L I K is the brother M A L E C. So I'm going to just say Malik and Malek. Yeah. Just so we can tell the difference. Either yeah. that or like Malek, dad. They basically think that Malik is her dad. Yeah. And keep in mind, Malek was married to Cassie's mum. And then he's the one that created the first vampire. Yeah. Cool. Got it. History lesson done. Um, But yes, so we're establishing that this is where all of her powers come from. And then Vonetta, Kieran's sister, sister, comes running in. She's run straight from Spessa's end and is like, Ian and some Ascended are there. They want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Cass's parents are like, don't do it. It's a trap. And Poppy's like, that's my brother. Mm -hmm. Leave me alone. Yeah. Um, They go. Yeah. I've just jumped a whole section of them going because nothing important happened. They end up... There might have been a sex... There was definitely a sex scene there. They were having... I thought that was kind of funny um there's a sex scene right before she meets with her brother and they're having sex oh and he's going literally (laughs) mid coitus mid mid thrust he's saying promise me that you'll kill your brother if you have to if you have to and she promises him again they're having sex and then what was it it was the line of like they finish having sex she's like and the promise that i made in that moment you know haunts me <laughs> like a ghost i'm like you shouldn't have been having a conversation in that moment that's not, not about the, that not that's what the not about to killing have. your brother now is Literally. not the time chief maybe have that afterwards yeah maybe maybe you know have that conversation before you go and meet your brother yeah um 
But no, so they have a conversation. Ian's there. Ian's really kind of going like, oh, you're the hostage of the Dark One. And she's like, no, I married him by choice. And he's saying, the Blood Crown want a meeting in two weeks' time. And Ian, at the end, asks for a hug and all the guards look a bit shifty. I had a feeling something was going to happen. Yeah. She, uh, She's going to like, oh, I'm going to kill him, but she changed her mind last minute. She goes in for the hug. Um, he then just what says... What forgot to say, he is ascended. Oh, yeah, he is ascended. We know that now. Yeah. Um... That is now confirmed. Yeah. Um, and, oh, and actually she finds out while she's still at the palace and has a bit of a breakdown and all the wolves are reacting to it. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry, forgot about that part. Yeah. Um, and Ian pulls her in from a hug and says something like, it, says, it shows that he's still in there. And he's, yeah. And he's basically warning her that the only way she can... Stop the revenant. To stop the revenants, because he mentions that. Yeah. Gives her a clue. Um is to wake the guards... Oh, Nick, Nick, N- Nyctos? Yeah. I think it's Nyctos. If we're wrong... Just tell us. Please tell us, because I couldn't find where to pronounce it. Um, but he's basically like, look, wake the guards. Mm-hmm. They are the only way of stopping this. Yep. And then he leaves. They get a new hat. They get a new hat. <laughs> Maddie and I were texting about... Because Maddie initially was ahead of me, and I was trying to talk to her about like where I was. Um, and, and I was just like, they get new hats. Mm-hmm. What kind of hats, I hear you ask? Poppy decides it is time to take the crown. The scene on the beach was cute. When Poppy's like, I need to do this, but if you don't want to do it... We, we, we won't. Wanna, yeah. But the the thing is, if if they didn't take the crown, it's made clear that they would have to literally leave Atlantia and never come back. Yeah. Because as long as she is alive, because she has the blood of the gods in her, she should be queen. If she's on Atlantean soil, she should be queen. Like, the Wolven wouldn't accept anybody else on the throne, so it would just cause more unrest. Yeah. Um, And um, Cassie's mum was, like, saying to her, like, I wish you had time to, like, fall in love with Atlantia mm-hmm. and travel around and see everything but you have like days so that day when she went into the town like save our little girl and they all had a swinging session that was her time to fall in love with Atlantia how do we get <laughs> from saving a little girl well bringing a girl back from the dead that happens in the same day to literally pages later a swinging session on the beach I don't understand um but no they go back to Evermon. um there's Eve an attack on was how I was yeah. saying it, but I don't know if that's right. There's an attack on the way, but um, again, Poppy's powers amazing. Yeah, she literally like set lightning. Yeah, at this point, we've kind of figured out that if anything happens, Poppy can just like kill just, everyone. Yeah, immediately. Um, the king and queen hand over the crown. The crown. Um, yeah, there's like a that whole was supposed thing. to say the crowd goes wild. The crowd goes wild, but the, some of the elders aren't really pleased. Yeah, um, one of them, he's like Lord Gregory. Yeah, is very much like, oh, we don't really know if we like you. We didn't choose <laughs> he you. He steps forward, what? Just before they get <laughs> crowned, the he just steps out the shadows. He's like, we didn't choose you. But the thing that I do really like is, and she's already again showing that she's here for diplomacy. Um, Cass is like, well, you don't like it? Fuck off! And she's like, no, we're gonna listen to this man. Mm. I want to show the. I want to listen to the council because whenever people don't listen to the council, things go wrong. Yeah. So what are your complaints? But either way, they're like, fuck it. And then, um, why am I thinking of The Greatest Showman? Whoa! Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. Miss Willer is there. She's in the house. She's in the building. She is... The moment. She is She is an icon. She is the moment. She is also... Uh, she's not a lantern. She's a changeling. Yes. She's like she's one of the oldest old. ones. We actually found this out previously. Yeah. Uh, but we forgot to talk about it. Yeah. 
Um, but she's there. She's really chatty. Um, oh, she's also a seer. She's also a seer. She's also the uh, the woman in the Red Pearl. <gasps> yeah, she yeah. was the woman that sent Poppy up, up to Cass's room. And yeah. like, there's a really sweet conversation where she's like, you were going there to live that night but so was he he was looking for something and he found you mm-hmm. you were everything that he was looking for and my heart melted a little yeah. bit but then she also has that and by the way if you ever want to ask me questions about uh, you know a favourite chapter or anything a specific page of the book is fine Come and Poppy's see. there like how the fuck does she know <laughs> um they then talk about the plans to wake the king of the gods um and then there's a bit where they all go to stand um and like everyone, like thousands and thousands of people there, Miss Willow announces that there's been a crown handover, and like everyone does this like kind of bow. Yeah. The, the one thing that didn't make sense to me is they're all doing the stomping thing, and it's basically them announcing to her like we are yours, yeah. we will go to war, and they're like they're waiting for you to respond. She doesn't even respond. She just kisses Cass. I think Cass that, kisses I, her, and then the crowd goes wild, and then uh, Kieran says something like, "If you haven't realised, the Wolvens are big on public displays of affection," and I was like, what? "I think I think we realised that round the bonfire." Yeah. Waking an actual god. Plot twist. He's already awake and waiting. So I kind of actually, this is one of the bits of the book I spoiled because I was I was scrolling through trying to see if there was the joining and I saw like the king of the gods was awake. So basically they find out that um, to get to... Um, I can't remember what it's called. El- uh, Elysium? Elysium. Elysium. It's basically Elysium, but spelled differently. Yeah. It's built different. It's built um, different. <laughs> Um, basically, apparently, it's half a day. Uh, half, half a day. Half a day. Half a day's hike through the tunnels that Castiel and Kieran used to go in when they were little. I'm sorry. The city of the gods is half a day's hike through a tunnel. You're telling me that's all it takes to get mm. there, and nobody's discovered it before. Literally. Um, also, is it like underground? It's. I think it's underground. Or is it like tunnels? Um, is it like? Is it like a portal? Is the word I was looking for. I think it's tunnels. Yeah, but is it a tunnel? Is there a portal in the tunnels that takes them to... No, I think it's... No, you think it's, it's just, just underground. It's it's just under the mountain. Uh, anyway, this section of the book pissed me off. It was too fast. It was real quick. So it was literally, I'm going to say, like two pages worth of the book where they travelled to the City of Gods, had a conversation with him... And disappeared back through the tunnels again. Basically. We didn't even see them travel back through the tunnels. No. Um, so the skeleton scene was really cool. Fantastic. So they, they get to uh they get to the city of the gods and there's poppies everywhere, then there are skeletons and snakes. And once again, um You've just Have you seen that line you put in? Is that a Kingdom of Ash spoiler? No, I avoided the spoiler. You know they're going. You think they're just going to abandon I know, her. but I didn't know it was everyone. I, I'm not, I said the gang. I didn't say what gang. The Scooby gang. I said the um, gang. Okay, but um, basically... I spoil. You made me panic then. I was like, <laughs> what did I put? Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, she pulls... I don't know if this is necessarily a spoiler. Probably is. Akatar spoiler. She pulls a bit of a... Pulls a bit of a Nesta. Um... Who pulls a bit of Vanessa? Yeah, um, pulls a bit of Vanessa. Poppy, Silver Flames. 
to get rid of the skeletons and the snakes, she basically sets herself on like silver flames and like oh. spreads it out to everyone. And all of the wolven are like, oh my god. And then Poppy and Cass are like making out, and Kieran's like, you get used to it. It's really gross. I love this scene because th- there's the skeletons they come out of the ground, and then mm. the snakes come out of the ground. The dynamics of this moment, fantastic. Phenomenal. I loved everything about it. If you have seen, if you have read Throne of Glass, little bit of a Throne of Glass spoiler. Kingdom of Ash when I just got attacked by um what the fuck is that? An alien? A germ? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? That's what the germs look like. Um uh, yeah, Kingdom of Ash. I've put because Beth hasn't read it that yet. The gang go to get a certain someone. And it's that journey. It had it had that vibes, and it was fantastic. And them all just like kicking the snakes, and then being like, "I can't." It was like the sarcastic comments from Kieran and the- what in the nightmare fuel yes! is this? Yes, yes, that moment, fantastic. I wanted more of it of their journey mm. to there and back. Like you're telling me it was that easy to get to the city. Si- it really pissed me off. Mm. Anyway, Nick Doss, bit of a dick. Yeah, just a bit just a bit he was already there so there was a draken waiting outside also temple just to clarify draken basically dragon different spelling yes shape-shifting yeah because it can turn into a human yeah and apparently there's more of them but we only see one of them yes I can't remember his name either. Neither do I. Um, but yeah, normally, so Nyctos says... Oh, and they're walking on diamonds. Super cash. It's like the sand is made of diamonds. Fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah so Nyctos says to Poppy, I'm surprised that whatever the Draken's name is hasn't killed you. You must be my blood. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then everyone else has to wait outside and she has to go in and have a meeting with him. Mm-hmm. So brief. So the br- brief. Like... They went through that meeting quicker than I go through a drive through McDonald's at rush hour. <laughs> you don't go through quick at rush hour, are you kidding me? That's why I'm saying they got through quicker than... Yeah, but... Wait, hold on. <laughs> if it's rush hour, that queue's going to be humongous. Okay, fine. They got through that uh, They got through that meeting faster than me at the quiet time of the day going to McDonald's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they got through quicker than me going to McDonald's at like two in the morning. Yeah. Um... What does he even say? Not a lot. Basically, she she mentions the revenants, and he's like, "Oh, honey, you're screwed." Yeah. Um, and, and then he's like, "You can't have the guards, the Draken. Um, you have the power within you to stop it." That was it. So vague. Then he kicks her out. Yeah, and he's like, "By the way, if your friends stay in much longer, they're gonna die because this air ain't made for them." Yeah. So they're built different. Yeah, built different. <laughs> so then they magically appear. Ooh whatever is here i keep hitting it basically they go to meet with the blood crown they're like oh they're expecting us to come this certain way so we're gonna go on the ship instead seasickness maddie and i have bonded over this scene (laughs) so castile has that diary with him of course he does so i think it's i think it's actually castile's favorite book he just pretends that it's poppy yeah so poppy's like (laughs) he doesn't want to admit that he's obsessed with smut So, Poppy's really seasick. Like, really seasick. She's standing at the edge of the boat. Like, she's... Kieran's like, as long as you throw up over the rail, I don't give a shit. Like, you're just going to have to deal with it. Castile comes along and he's like, it's okay, I'm going to distract you. Takes her into their room. Gets out the diary and he's like, read the diary. 
But first, he strips her completely naked. Completely naked. And sits her on a desk. Yeah. And she's spread like... Spread eagle. Like, she's completely spread out for and, him. And she's like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm going to have my dinner. <laughs> Literally, he says, I'm going to have my dinner. And Because honeydew. Yes. Did yeah. you see that TikTok you said? You, where it's like, <laughs> me and my honeydew on the way to get the new book. Um, I, th- I really want to share that on social media. I love that. Um, but no, he full on kind of lingers yeah. on the desk and he, and he says she's reading yeah and he keeps stopping and saying sorry i want to hear you read yeah. i want to hear you say these words so she's just reading smut while yeah he's you know ha- having dinner yeah and then there's lots more distractions i don't go into much detail about it they but end up on the bed there's just she's not seasick anymore yeah she's not focusing on the seasickness yeah. um and also she stops reading eventually but he's still going by the way poppy uh just so you're aware i'm still in control are you? Are you sure? Are you sure are about you sure? that? <laughs> um, so then, magically, they get to the place where they're needing to go. They uh, they sneak through the castle, but really quickly, Delano's like, okay, we're going in through this secret entrance, but there are no guards here, so they definitely know that this is the way we're going. Cool. I. They go through the city, right? And then yeah. there's cracks in the... Oh, oh there's yeah. cracks in the... What's it called? There's cracks in the rise. That's it. So that big protective wall that surrounds the city. Yep. And Cass asks, like, this little kid, he's like, what happened? And he said it's an earthquake. Would that be the gods waking? Because he was like, no earthquake would have reached here. Mm. Like, it didn't, doesn't make any sense. There wasn't any. It doesn't make any sense. Just. Just. So are gods waking? Is that what's happening? Or, or was it Poppy? That's what I was thinking. Was it Poppy when she ascended into whatever she is now? Possibly. Anyway, now, they 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 see they're going through like this little like dungeony area and they see that um that mountain cat thing and both Kieran all of the guys are like what the fuck they are real and Poppy's like I told you I saw one in a cage. <laughs> But then Poppy has this urge and she touches it and it turns from like a mountain cat thing into a man. Who was it? Was it Kieran that said, you've got to stop touching things? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Kieran's not wrong. No, he's not. And they're basically like, look, we'll just leave this man in a cage. We'll come back for him. We'll come back for him. Plot twist. They They don't don't. come back for him. Um, So they bump into a handmaiden. She immediately is like, "You need to come with me." Like we knew, you like were... we've been expecting, we've you. been expecting you because like, we found your de deploy. What's the word? Decoy. That, that's the one. Like, it, on their way in, mate. We knew yeah. you were coming through that way. We're expecting you come this way. They, there's, there's a little bit where, of an argument. Yeah, she's kind of like got Delano by the arm. It's like, I'll kill him. Yeah. And Poppy's like, please don't. <laughs> please don't I do love... that. Also, in this book, it kind of talks about um, there's like a stable hand called Perry. Yeah. And Perry and Delano, as two guys, have been having a thing, and it was such a simple way to introduce introduce it. Now, is it? You know, I wish they were more like prominent. Yeah. Because is all the relationships kind of were token... super sweet. Yeah. But at the same time, like, we did get to see a bit more of Delano in this book. And, like, I like him and the connection he has with Poppy. I hope we get to see more of him yes. in the next one. I also hope we get to see more of Perry, because Perry seems nice. Yeah. He's up, he's up for bullying cats, yeah. so I love it. Fantastic. Um, so, lots of... This was the point where I was reading and Maddie was watching TV and I was like, Maddie, you need to read this book. Maddie, <laughs> read the book. Because so much shit happens. So, we get just pounded with information literally so much is just told at us also i have a question why yes. are all their names so similar why is 
Malek and Malik, why are they so similar? So we were talking about it because I was like, maybe it's the theory of like Malik. And I sent you an audio, like maybe Malek is Malik's dad. And that means that Poppy and Malek are, no, Malik are related. And so she's secretly related to Cass because all of the YA authors always pull on the incest plot line. But she wouldn't be related to Cass. Malik and Cass are brothers. So they'd somehow be related. Step sibling in a way. Because they share... They share a mother. Yeah. No. Hold on. The brothers, the brothers would. Would. But Poppy... So it would be like a step sibling. Yeah. Either way, still incest. And I would still be uncomfortable. But do not worry, dear listeners. That is not the plot. But... Hold on. I had a thought. So this theory, Malek is Malik's... No, but that's not my theory anymore. I think it was just because their names were so similar. So similar. I doesn't really understand. I don't really understand. But here's my theory. We'll get onto it in a second. It's a little bit spoilery for what just happens. But if you've got this far, you know what happens. Hmm. So the the Iliana, sorry, Eloana and Il- Iliana. Yeah. Why are their names so similar? Also, we kind of skip this bit. They go into the main hall. Hold, hold, oh, hold on. Yeah, sorry. The Queen Iliana the blood queen yeah she says about her son she had a son with malik what if sorry malik what if malik is actually her son and the queen's just like adopted him because what happened to that kid she just doesn't know i have a different theory about who the other kid okay okay um sorry let's bubble come rewind rewind um so the handmaiden takes them into the hall i knew what was going to happen this was the thing i actually spoiled for myself Tawny is alive and she hasn't ascended. Hasn't, no. She's kind of like a gift to Poppy. Which yeah. Which is a bit weird. Yeah. Um, Ian is there. And bless, Tawny's like trying to sit, like tell her like about the Queen and Poppy's there like, I've been new to you. We knew. Um, the Queen comes in with Malik, um, as in Cass's brother. Yeah. Um, He's who all is for the, the Blood bl- Queen. He's not ascended. He's looking ple- like completely fit and healthy. Hashtag no regrets. <laughs> no. Um, so the queen then goes on like this rant. Um, plot twist. Plot twist. Right. So the queen is actually Poppy's mum. And her father is Malek. Yeah. At this point, her father is Malek. Okay. At this point, that's what we're assuming. Right. That's what we're told. Yep. The queen was Malek's consort. consort. Right. No, no, no. We don't know. We don't find this bit out yet. I swear we do. No, we find this out at the end. At the very end. At the very end, when she goes back to say hello to someone. Sorry, this is a yeah. That we don't find that out yet. I swear we found no, out. No, we find this out at the end because that's what confused me. Because they changed the conversation. Hold on. Sorry. Um, but no, we find. Okay. Right. I'm just swearing. No, we find out later. I'm certain. I remember it like it was yesterday. Okay. Plot twist, it was yesterday. Anyway, Poppy, what? The Queen's plan for Poppy was that she was going to marry Malik, Castiel's brother, so that she they could take over Atlantia and Solace and create like a like so the super country. Yeah, so she would own everything. Yeah. The Queen was ascended, but she didn't actually become the first vampire because plot twist, Malek was a god uh, and she claims that she's become a god but that makes no sense that to me that doesn't make any sense that's not how it works you weren't a god before how also Nyctos said earlier you can only be born a god so how you can't be made a god yeah 
No. But then, see, this is where I'm confused, mm-hmm. right? One, what is Ian? Because we still haven't figured that out. He's still got feelings. He's still... He's not like the other ascended. Maybe he's not fully ascended. And then the handmaiden says later well, he wasn't like the others. Well, what does that mean? Maybe he tried to keep a shred of himself. I mean, he still can't go out in the daylight. Yep. But he does have feelings. So maybe he's just a really nice ascended. Maybe. 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 Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> I had something else to say. I can't remember. Um, oh, we find out the handmaiden is actually a revenant. So basically she can't die. The queen can kill them, but, like, we don't know how. Yes. Um, uh, I think we do figure something to do with fire. I think yes. that's what it was. Oh, yes. Um, Poppy's mum, the one she remembers, was a handmaiden and also a revenant. So yeah. then the question is, how did she die? Because the queen killed her. Oh, the queen killed the her. The queen killed cool. her, yeah, after she betrayed her with... All the, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's something we find out in this scene. So she... So Poppy's fake mum was the queen's favourite handmaiden yeah but she didn't want anyone finding out that she is the queen had had a child because then the child would be at risk and they would know she wasn't ascended yes and um she knew that her handmaiden had already had a kid it wouldn't be too weird so she got poppy's fake mum to raise her um but when poppy's fake mum found out like all the plans and everything that's why poppy's fake mum and fake dad and ian tried to get out of the country yes boom i have a question yes so the queen we don't have the answer to this the queen she can go out in the sun as far as i know she doesn't have any feelings but no that's just because she's a heartless that's bitch. Just a heartless bitch um and she can have kids therefore not ascended but she's also not we know she's not a god you can't I... make a god so what the fuck is she and she's got powers of yeah she's got powers she's got powers out. like poppy it makes no sense. I think perhaps because she's got... She's not a god or a deity or anything, but she's just got... Because of the amount of Malek's blood she consumed, maybe she gained some of his power because he is a god. Sure. Um, so, to prove a point, the queen gets someone to stab the handmaiden. She's dead. The wolven are all like, she's dead. Oh, another thing. Um, Sorry, handmaiden comes back to life because they can just, like, not die. They don't yeah. die. I feel like they said, oh, yeah, they can chop off your head and it would and, still like, grow back. Regrow. Yeah, so like Deadpool 2 yes. situation going on. Also, just to clarify who's in the room at this point, we've got um, the, queen, the Queen, Malik, Ian, Tawny, Poppy. Cass and Poppy. Yep. And then of the Wolven, we've got Kieran, Veneta, Delano, Niall Lyra. stayed at home, and we've got Lyra. Is Emil there? Emil? Emil. Is he, oh. is he there? Uh, yeah, I think he so. Is there. Um, okay. Just for clarity. So I was going to say something. I can't remember. No, it's gone. <sighs> we basically find out the entirety of the Queen and Ileana's backstory. So Malek and her had a baby, and yeah, it was all dramatic. Um, but basically, Cassie's mum withheld so much knowledge. She withheld. So, so much. much. Oh. I didn't understand. You know your son is going into a situation that is potentially deadly and you're not going to give him all of the information in order to defend himself. Also, have we mentioned yet, um, the Queen's like, oh, you don't know my actual name, do you? My oh, name's yeah. Isbeth. Yeah. I was, like, we didn't the, clarify yeah, that part. Yeah, the consort. But, yeah, the consort. We didn't say her name, I realised. No, yeah. But no, so she's the one that was apparently the first family. We've talked about that part. Um, but yeah, it was dramatic. They are then offered an ultimatum. They can claim Atlantia in Ileana's name and hand over Cass's parents, 
for to be tried for treason or there will be a war and she's like you're not gonna win because i have the revenants the queen is then like this is the the queen really pulled the gaslighting really gaping. she kills ian they say no it's not gonna happen oh no Castile says no, and the Queen's like, I'm not taking your word for it because you're not the true heir to the throne, so actually. And Poppy's Poppy like, says no. no. The Queen then kills Ian. He's like, look what you made me do. Yeah, has a breakdown. She's like, you made me do this. I loved that. Like, he was like a son to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? If she, like, why kill Ian? Like, not in a bad way. She could have killed one of the Wolven, knowing yeah. that Poppy become attached to them. Like, oh, I forgot to say it as well. So the Revenants are actually the children, the third or the fourth, fourth children, children of the mortals. Going missing. Yeah. yeah, so the they weren't like temples. blood bags for the Ascended. Some of them were, because some of them don't have that gene. Mm. But most of them are becoming revenants. And they need either the blood of a god or a king or someone that's destined to be a king in order to have them revenant powers released. I was very confused about that whole situation. Same, same. Um... So, Tawny, I think this happens when we're not paying attention. Yeah. Tawny gets stabbed by Shadowstone, which is, which is really new? poisonous. I think so. The Queen and Poppy battle out with powers, but the Queen has, for some reason, I think Poppy just is thinking, not thinking fast enough, and the Queen is basically like, got her in a chokehold. Yeah. She's using the force. Yeah. This was a really well-written scene because I was getting emotional on Cass- Castile's behalf because he's basically begging and screaming like for the queen to stop hurting Poppy. He's like, take me instead. I was like, don't you fucking dare. And Malik is the one who goes and takes Castile away as Poppy passes out. What a dick. Moment of silence for that heartbreak. Heart to heart with a handmaiden. So Pop- And this was, again, a really powerfully oh, written scene. I just had a thought. What's your thought? You know, Malik went to get... Um... Cass. Cass, when he was captured by the Blood Queen. Mm-hmm. What if they were already working with each other? <gasps> Ooh, mm. <laughs> because he seems all for the Blood mm. Queen. He's got like no regrets. He's mm. also, on their team. True. I'd also like to clarify the reason why I found this whole thing so emotional is because so we actually had a moment where like Cass opens up a bit about his mental health and like how he re- like how he kind of deals with the trauma. And he's saying, like, the fact that people can call him Cass and Hawk, he was saying, like, after the years and years of abuse that he suffered under the Queen, he forgot he was a person because mm-hmm. they didn't treat him like one. They treated him like an object. Yeah. Um, and it breaks my heart. Um, also, this is a really different, a momentary quick rant that I've noticed. So, and I'm going to link in Akatar, Nesta, there's a lot of sex in A Court of Silver Flames, but as a actually this should be a trigger warning, but like as a survivor of sexual assault, they kind of use sex as a coping mechanism, and they kind of do the same with Cass. Yeah. Because the thing is, it's it's clearly like we know that he was used and abused in a variety of ways, mm-hmm. and it's like never it's like mentioned in passing, but never like dealt with. Do you think we're going to get a book that explores what actually happened? I don't think to so. Him? Because that'll just be scenes and scenes of abuse. Yeah, but maybe not like just just when he's captured. Like maybe before, maybe yeah. starting there and then having Malik get him out. Maybe. And then like him building himself up after that. I don't think she. I don't think I we'd don't see think that. We will. I think but I would depends. love it, like a short story of like 
Kieran, Malik and Cass all like exploring the caves and stuff. I'd love a book of their childhood, just like with the bad boys. Um, but yes, sorry. So we, I was emotional in this section because like Cass opened up a little bit and was like, the fact that you call me Cass, it reminds me that I'm human and that I'm here and I'm not trapped there again. And, and then, and then he Malik hands himself is, over. No, but also Malik is calling him Cass. Mm. And then he just betrays him and yeah. gives him back to back to the queen who abused him. Um, so that's why I was so emotional. And then when Poppy wakes up, first of all, she sees that Tawny, not okay. Um, Lyra, she remembers hearing Lyra's bones crack. Yep, Lyra's dead. dead. Yep. Um, no more love interest for Kira. Why did she's head, gone. Why do I have to go, damn, double was Because <laughs> she's obviously in, and Lyra, damn, double homicide. What is that scene from? I don't know, but I want to find out. I want to find out whose fault process. Who fault really goes, damn, damn double, double homicide. homicide. In that moment. Um, Wrong timing. Yeah. You need to read the room. Yes. But, so yeah, Poppy wakes up and finds out that Cass handed himself over to the Queen and she loses her shit. Um, Understandably so. Understandably so. The wolves are trying to get to her, but she's using her powers and, like, creates a storm um, as she starts to walk towards the city to hurt people and the handmaiden is there and she's like i'm not gonna let you harm these people but she's also oddly supportive of poppy yeah i think she's sick and tired of being killed by the queen <laughs> i think she's like she's, she's like being killed over and over again to prove a point mm. and she's like i'm sick of this i don't want to do it anymore yeah. and she does turn around and go like ian i cared about him he was different uh-huh. um and she says something that kind of sparks a thought in poppy's head and she's basically thinking uh, I think it's the handmaid makes the comment about fire, um, and something sparks in Poppy's head. So, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, her. So they return to the, the city, and Poppy is in full god mode. I also love. So there's the members of the council that were like, "We didn't choose you." There's two of them. She walks in, she shuts that shit down real fast, and it's the way she does it. Like he doesn't call her Your Majesty. He doesn't bow, and she stops and is like. Um, you're asking after my husband, but first of all, number one, you didn't call me your majesty. Number two, you didn't bow. I, and like, you have the gall to speak to me like that as your queen. I'm not just your queen. I'm a god. Yeah. And then, and she's like, so correct that now. And then like, Cassie's mum was like, oh shit. But this whole scene, I thought was really powerful. Mm -hmm. Talk about character development. Yep. Mm. So she has some stern words with Castile's mum. She's basically like, you didn't fucking tell us who Ileana was because you, basically, Ileana didn't, or like, Cass's mum was like, I didn't tell anyone because it was going to damage my ego. It was like, because she already won. She won Malik because he, Malik, he loved her. She won him. And then she's stolen not one, but both of my children. Hun, just, no, are you kidding me? You just let her win even more because you thought your ego was going to be a little bit more damaged than it already was. Are you fucking kidding me? It pissed me off. Mm. Um, The moment where she... The queen. Uh, no, she's not the queen. She's not the queen. She's ex-queen. Ex-queen. Cass's mum. Eloana. Mm-hmm. She asks about um, Cass and like Poppy goes to start explaining and like she, she shuts down. She closes her eyes. She's yeah, not the mum shuts down. And she's like, don't you dare close your eyes. You are stronger than this. Like, open your mm. eyes right now. I think it's also that like, you're not going to get to have a moment no. to like process this news if I've not had a fucking no. second to. Yep. Like I and she I think it's that powerful thing of like the way she deals with this whole situation. First of all, she's very diplomatic, but also very much like I've it, like in the space of a week I've become queen, lost my brother, lost my friends, lost my husband mm-hmm. to a place like to go back to be abused and I now have to start planning a war. Yeah. You don't get to have this moment to break no. down if I don't. There's a moment I mean after this when Poppy and Kath uh Kieran, Kieran go oh. like go back to the City of Gods and she just says to him, she's like 
are you doing okay? And he goes, no. Are you? She goes, no. No. I was like, Oh God, my heart. My heart. I love them together. Best friends. Best friends for life. Oh fuck. Bestie. We forgot. Um. So before the scene before this is ages ago. Before all this drama happened. Is it this? Oh yeah. So first of all, there's a scene between Kira and Cass and Poppy where Cass puts his hand on one of her cheeks and he's basically telling her how strong he, mm-hmm. she is. Then she, there's another hand on the other side of her face and it's, it's Kieran. Kieran and he's saying the same stuff. Yeah. And, oh my god. Um, stuff like that and then not getting a join in. Are you actually I kidding know. me? But no, the bit I was going to say is um, before they went to the meeting when they were like still planning it with the council and they were saying like oh we need to invite Kieran we need to talk to him. Oh And he yeah. walks into the room and they're like Kieran we need to talk to you about something and Kieran just straight up goes is this about the joining? And yep. they're both like no like poppy's drink i'm like chokes on her drink she's like mm. absolutely not wrong end of the mm. stick my guy but then they ask him to be kieran is their official like advisor, advisor to the crown mm-hmm. like their right hand and he's so like taken back by it and he's like i thought you lost my dad he's so more experienced and they're like if you don't want it and kieran's like no it would be the honor of my life i love kieran so much oh my god i love kieran um but yes so after this re- i i thought that was one of the best scenes the, was- when she talks to the mum um yeah. So yeah, they go back to the Kingdom of the Gods and she talks to... It's not Nyctos anymore. It's someone else. It's the dragon in human form. Yeah. And she's basically like, I understand what it meant when you say I've always had the power in me. It's because I now know that I'm a god. I'm taking the army of Dracon. Uh, you're going to wake and work for me. And they were like, yeah, bet. Cool. You've owned your power. Girl boss moment. Let's go. Yeah. Um, Is this where we find out about... Yes. So now we find out Malek, the god, has a twin brother. Has a twin brother called everyone, Iris. Yeah, Iris. everyone's just... No one mentioned. No one's mentioned. Everyone's just conveniently yeah. forgotten he existed. And he's Poppy's dad. He's Poppy's dad. Because so... Poppy... Because they all thought Malek was her dad. But Malek is buried in them bones underneath the blood forest. Yeah. Plot twist. The, you know, the blood forest that Hawk and Poppy mm-hmm. had their steamy moment yes. in. Um, I have a question. Yeah? Why did Isbeth, Ileana, Elena, however you say it, why did she get with the twin brother of the person she was in love with? Did she know? Did she know? But she... Does she know? Does she have any idea? I don't know. Or also, does she think that Poppy's dad is? Mm. Also, can we talk about the fact that so Malek is buried under the Blood Forest, the place crawling with Craven? Why do I feel like that says something? Like, is Malek still alive, completely weak and drained? But like, if he was taken off those like bones, he'd come back and be powerful. Is that why there are so many Craven in that Blood Forest to kind of like stop anyone from trying to free Malek? What does? the blood crown know i don't know if they i know. don't think they know i don't think they know but poppy knows he's still alive because they talk about the they talk about it. the what's it called bone chain. bone chain and they said it wouldn't kill a god it wouldn't even kill a deity they'd be alive yeah. it, they'd just be like really weak really weak um but doesn't doesn't the blood crown control the craven they do control the craven. So why would there be craven somewhere where they? Don't? Oh no, it's not that they control the craven. Nothing can control them. It's just that they can create them. I just remember a thought we had when we were, was like, because the fog, the craven, the, the cravens just go around with the fog machine. <laughs> I still think they do. I think they do too. Um, so they send a message to the Blood Crown saying that she that Poppy wants to have a meeting with either the queen or she really wants to talk with the king. Um, at first, I thought she meant Cass, as in thinking like my king, but no, she means 
King, was it King Jalara? I have no idea what his name is. Haven't met before. Don't know anything the, about we'll him. We'll just call him the king. Yeah. Um, the Blood was, King. Yeah. The Blood King. Um, and there's a really cute moment where the dragon and Kieran are like having a face. They're both like facing each other, like on their bellies, staring at each other. I love that. Mm. I love that basically saying that the dracon scary and terrifying but also like cute house pets one of them was, I want one like try to take a bite at Kieran because yeah. <laughs> like I love that we have these big scary animals but we're making them cute it's like um what's his name what's his name Abraxas yeah with the flowers yes. I also really loved so there's a point where Poppy is watching um because she's got like the whole army with her or whatever um, and she's looking out and the king is there and he's only got like 12 guards or something. And they're all mortal. And she's like, I'm offended. They really think that little of me. They mm-hmm. think I'm not going to tear them apart. Yep. I loved, I thought it was funny, but also like shows how powerful she is. Yeah. And she walks out there, has a chat with the king and basically is like, oh, and then there's like one revenant there. Um, and basically. What? Just one. Because they didn't, they just didn't care. Yeah, they didn't give, they didn't care. And basically, she kills everyone, including the king, leaves the revenant alive to send the message that Poppy has the dragon, the only thing that can kill the revenant, and she's declaring war. Um, and she's like, I want you to take this as a as an example of my message and hands over the head of the king. Yeah, and she's like, off you go. She has this, and then that's the end of the book. She has this. It was great. She has this really powerful thing of like, hold on, I'm gonna find it. Um, because you know me and how much I like reading quotes. What quote? Hold on. It's like her entire... Hold on. I'm having to rest the microphone on my boobs. They're going to hear everything because it's touching the mic. ASMR. Oh, he's called Reva. The Draken. Draken. Reva. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, she has this whole speech where she goes, um... Now, this is the really important part. I need you to make sure she understands that I'm coming for her. I will burn every every single revenant that stands between her and me. I'll strike down. Da, da, da. Um, make sure she knows that I'm the chosen, the one who is blessed, that I carry the king of the gods in me. I am the liesa to the wolven, the second daughter, the true heir, uh, owned the crowns of Atlant- Atlantia and Solace. I'm the queen of flesh and fire, and the gods' guards ride with me. Tell the blood queen to prepare for war. I Maddie's not seen it, but Game of Thrones. If anyone's watched Game of Thrones, um, Daenerys, I love her so much. My favorite character. As the seasons go on and she gains more power, she has a speech of like, you know, I'm the breaker of chains. I'm Daenerys Stormborn. I'm this. I'm that. And it's always so powerful when she says it. And that is what I got from Poppy at the end. ASMR. And that is the end of the book. I can't tell you any fucking theories for the next book other than. The joining, but I said that about the last one, and uh, getting Cass back. Yeah, I they've got to get him back relatively quickly, unless oh, yeah. they're gonna split the POV. Perhaps. My question: What do you think is gonna happen with Malik, Cass's brother? Do you think he's is he gonna live? I think it would be interesting to see where it goes with him because at the moment. He's very much for the blood crown. But mm. how much of it is an act? Is he doing yes. it to protect himself? Or has he been in it since the beginning? And even when he went to get Cass, mm. was he in on it then? Like, he doesn't look like someone who's been abused for mm. hundreds of years. Do you know what I yeah. mean? He seemed pretty much... Or is it all a survival technique? Is it all a survival technique? That would be interesting for the next book if she did... Um... 
What? Hold on. I've just read one of your comments talking about the gods when they're asleep. Do they have some level of consciousness? Are the cars <laughs> sentient? I love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, why did I say that? Why did I say that? Because it's asking if, like, are they, like, while asleep, are they still, like, do they know what's going on? Not are they sentient do, while asleep? Oh, yeah, because some of the Draken don't wake up. They choose not to wake up. So do they know? Me. <laughs> That's me when my alarm goes off. Absolutely <laughs> not. Um... So do they know what's going on and they just like choose to opt out? Yeah. They're like, I'm just going to go like, back to sleep. Oh, it's a war. Oh, you know what? I've actually, move. I've got a manicure book for tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to stay asleep. I'm going to, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sit oh. this one out. Um, I, I'm really interested to see where it's going to go. If we know that Malek is under the blood forest. He's got to be, he's got to be waking up. He's got to be waking what up. What if that earthquake was him waking up? So many possibilities. I reckon the Craven are going to rock up. We ain't seen them since the yeah, first book. I don't think we've seen them. Oh, I think we saw them a bit in the second. We've not seen them at all in this no. one. Um, well, they're just chilling in that forest and there's no Craven. We've forgotten they've existed. Mm, the Craven are really upset. Like, they have so much fake fog that yeah, they've not been able to use. They had a, a leading role in the first book. Also, and now their fog machine's not getting any yeah. use. So one thing, because um, there are other bits in the book that we haven't talked about, um, like some smaller moments where Gianna, who was Alistair's oh, yeah. uh, like niece or something. The one that he wanted to marry wanted, Cass. Yeah, she shows up. Yeah. Um, and Poppy's really friendly with her and is like, by the way, if you did still have feelings for my husband, I would rip you apart limb from limb. Lol, let's go find Kieran. Um, or like another part. So we know that Alistair was definitely there the night the Poppy's parents were killed. Yeah. But there was someone else there. Who called is the it? Dark One? No one knows who it is. Is it the I guy think... that rocked up with the germs? No. I well possibly. I think Malek and Isbeth's child could be that man who's part of the unseen. Interesting. Could be the Dark One who was there and tried to kill Poppy because maybe it's a whole revenge arc of he doesn't know who his parents are necessarily, but maybe he's like leading the unseen because i don't think we explained the unseen but uh, the unseen used to be like an army that would fight to keep like gods Alistair's on the throne gang. yeah but they yeah. kind of then like gave up and like have now become their own like group yeah. um so i think is son could still be alive see i think he's still alive but my leading theory is that it's actually malik like castile's brother i reckon maybe the the queen because we don't we don't actually know what happened the What's her name? Alina. She didn't know what happened to her son or Malik. Mm. They just never showed up. So they obviously found Malik. So what happened to the kid? I reckon maybe Malik got the son out. Maybe. Or what if the queen? What if the son was with Malik when the queen found him, Eloana? And she didn't have the heart to kill the kid. Didn't have the heart to kill the kid and adopted him into her family. So what if Malik is so for the Blood Queen because he is actually. I mean, he might not know. Mm. They might not know. Interesting. And that would explain why um, he's so for the Blood Queen and he's not been injured and he's yeah. not looking like he's been abused. Mm-hmm. Interesting theories. If Miss Armantrout hasn't yet written the next book <laughs> and she wants some ideas, I think we've got some good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I, though. Overall. I enjoyed it for the characters. I liked seeing Kieran's development. I liked that Willow was introduced. Loved that fantastic i liked what was her name lyra she was a cute character until she was gone until she was gone um i liked getting to know atlantia a little bit more 
Although there was just a lot of description, so I just ignored it. Yeah, it was a lot of description. See, I liked the character-driven aspect of it. The story, the beginning and the end, fantastic. Mm. Everything Basically, in the middle was just a conversation. Or, you know, well, that's a great description. Um, off topic, one of my students at school said that all books are just remixes of the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Some points were made. Some points were made. He's a smart kid. Um, I My favourite bits were all the ones surrounding Poppy nearly dying and Cass begging yeah. for her life. Yeah. Um, what does that say about my me, the fact that I love that trope? That I need therapy? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was right. the most interesting part. Is that our only points where we actually got to see some emotions from them. There was that one moment where Poppy like broke down once they got to Kieran's house. That mm. was a sweet moment. We felt some emotions from them, but the rest of the time didn't really get me in my heart. You know, what most I mean? of the time it was just him being like, "Oh my god, you're gonna stab people." That's so hot. Literally. Or her going, "You're turned on," and him going, "When aren't I turned on around you?" Yeah, that was basically. the story. Yeah. Her watching Kieran for a bit. And then a whole bunch of meetings that were boring as fuck and I skipped it's through them. so many meetings. So many so meetings. Many and it's so information heavy. Do you know what I feel like it is? We had the first book. At the end of the first book, everything was twisted around on its head and everything we thought we knew was a lie. Yeah. Right? Then the second book, mm, kind of, we're still learning about what all of the lies, right? Mm-hmm. We're still building up the world again. And in this one, she's just ripped everything we learned again. And she's like... But also... So the thing is... so. I don't want to say that it's world building because the world has already been built. It's three this books is, in and it's what? This How is many three pages? Books in. This is more, I think, context building. So we're finding out the history of Atlantia. We're learning about the gods because that is a setup for the next kind of prequel series about the gods. Yes. So that's why I think this was so information heavy because it's after the release of this book she announced the, that new series. I think this was an advert for the prequel book. It yeah. was a filler book, 100%. Yes. I, I mean, I loved it. I did. I there were so there were so many. Moments I say that were I loved fantastic. the book because of these really fantastic moments. Like, okay, yes, it was essentially one massive swinging session. But like the dancing bit beforehand with the wolves, so sweet. That had my heart melting. Like that moment of Kieran being so genuine of like, you are. This is the honor of my life. Yeah. All of my favorite moments involve Kieran. Yeah, same. Um, he was there for all of them. Yeah. Um. But no, I did enjoy the book. It was just a lot of stuff to learn. Um, Look, I gave it three out of five stars. I actually think I gave it five out of five because that bit just—I think I was really emotional at the end. Um, I waited until this morning until I—I I thought about it a little bit more. I think I'd still say I mean, if like between four and five stars. See, this compared to the other two books, nowhere near mm. me. The only reason I liked it was because I enjoy the characters. If it had had a joining, it would have been ten oh, out of five. A hundred percent. Mm-hmm. The, the when I find out that we're getting a joining, I will literally be like, take my money. Just take it. Yeah. Um I think that's it. I think that is it. Really quickly. Mm-hmm. Book Twitter, book talk drama. Lee Bardugo. Lee Bardugo, right? She came out and said that a well known author had called her behind her back a fat cripple. Not acceptable behaviour for anybody. But I love how she had dealt with it because it, it, it sound she made it sound well, she said that it had happened on a number of occasions she was yes. and she kind of was like, but you know, I've kind of loved it. She was like just the way she spoke she about it. She was like I love her. I love Lee Bardugo. 
what did she say it was like that's like saying that i'm blonde she was like mm. that is me so why, why am i going to take offense mm. first of all don't comment on anyone's weight at all no my, my go-to thing is and i can't remember where i heard of it it's that concept of if it's not something that can be fixed in five minutes don't comment yeah. on it so it's the same with like someone's weight or like me with my acne i'm like mm-hmm. if you can't fix it in five minutes don't, don't talk about anything. it it's only business no yeah. like if i've got some spinach in my teeth yeah you can comment on that yeah. or if like i've messed up my makeup somewhere tell me and i'll yeah. fix it but if it's something about somebody's body it's none of your business if it's something that you can't change immediately then don't say it to anyone it's just going to stress them out for no reason but then also like the cripple part that's ableism at its yes. Yeah. Flat out unacceptable thing to say. Everybody on BookTok has uh, just assumed it's Sarah J Maas. Some people... Now, I've not seen all of them. Some people are saying that they have evidence. I've seen some people who've been like, I've had an anonymous person reach out and say, and send me this, and people want to be anonymous. And My thing is, like, I don't want to initially turn around and say it's definitely her. We yeah, don't know who it we is. We don't know who it is. Um... But there's a lot of evidence that I have seen pointing towards Sarah J. Maas. Apparently she's, apparently she's had like fallings out with other popular authors um, because she's been insulting. Apparently Victoria Aveyard as well. Um, right. I could, but no one has. I've not seen anything to back that statement up. I, it's not acceptable for these people to say these things flat out. Don't do it. It's like, hang on, are we teaching year sixes again? Like you get mm. told when you're a little kid, don't say these things. Mm. here you are a full-grown woman or adult mm. saying these things about people but i think i also don't understand the purpose of saying it if you're not going to say who it was mm. i what was the other thing i was thinking so there was another kind of book talk or like kind of book ya drama a few weeks ago that i think we didn't even know how to properly address i think we might have mentioned it but the one with um the author of Wicked Saints and there was oh, a whole yeah. circle of authors like Rainbow Rowell who have been very anti-Semitic. Yeah. And it's that point of, I think we're living in a time period where we are looking for any hint of people being controversial we're rooting it out. And part of me is kind of really grateful because I'm not going to give those authors money. No. I'm, I'm so disgusted by that. Yeah. It's just that thing of like, for so long people have trusted these authors and trusted those stories and then to like realise that an author that you care about is a shitty person is a shitty person like I can say with like I don't um I got I I'm just thinking like I don't think I've bought books from those authors or at least I've not bought a single thing since they were the since we found out about it yeah we I think I bought a copy of Wicked Saints just before everything kicked off. Because we were going to do an episode We on were it. going to do an episode and then we announced we weren't doing it anymore because... And we were going to put out a statement, but the thing is, I don't know what to say. No. Like, the thing is... And I've noticed all of these things have been really divisive within, like, BookTok and Book Twitter. BookTok and Book Twitter as well, there's a consistent drama between them because people on BookTok slander Book Twitter and vice versa. I'm... And it kind of upsets me because I live on both. Yeah, same. I mean, do I interact with people on Book Twitter? No, because I don't think they like me. But I think the thing is, it's we all love the same thing. Why can't we all why just get we, on? Why is there so much dra- drama in a we, random sh- about books? We're sharing the same passion. It's just on different apps and therefore different versions of expression. But we should still be able to love reading. We should still be comfortable being able to read and talk about the books that we love. But why just on them two as well? I haven't seen anything on Bookstagram. I've not seen nothing. People take pictures of like pretty li- books. I've seen a little bit of drama that one time. 
Um, but like, not really much. I I feel like book. I mean, I've not heard anything about book Tumblr. I think book Tumblr are just there making their memes. Yeah, they're just there doing their. They're own just thing. like leave us leave us out there. We're making memes. I think we do have to be careful as well. We do not know if it's Sarah J. Mass. We're not saying mm. that it hundred percent is. And I think people as well are jumping on trends that they don't know for a hundred percent is true or not. Mm. Sarah J. Mass has issues with diversity. Yes, and if she has said them things, then by all means cancel her. We would not support her end of mm. but i think you've got to be careful about jumping on trends when you don't know a hundred percent of the facts do you know mm. what i mean yes all i've seen over book like book talk at the moment is everybody jumping on sarah j mass and saying that it's her until mm. something has said that it is her then there's not really anything we can do in that situation yeah. and you jumping on a trend just to cancel someone mm. isn't helping any situation out and another thing on the topic of Lee Bardugo, so I obviously Shadow and Bones come out. It's been a massive oh, hit. Oh yeah. But um, it's been revealed that the stunt double for Inej is actually a like a white Hungarian like stunt person, mm-hmm. and they painted her skin so she looked like Inej. Not that is acceptable. Point blank unacceptable. That is point blank unacceptable. But people are saying, people are saying that Lee Bardugo is controversial because of it but i don't think everyone fully understands so as an author you sell why am i speaking like i know from experience but you sell the rights to the book and once that's gone it's very rare that authors have any say over what is produced Mm. under their storyline under their name yeah john green is my example of like he what was it i think um there was one of the things that he'd sold and he got like no creative say in the process at all um and like Victoria Aveyard recently did a like a thing explaining about like what she as an author has control over. Yeah. I love Victoria Aveyard. Um and I'm so excited to read Realmbreaker. Um and she also got engaged and I'm so happy uh-huh. for her. And the way she announced it of just like healthcare I'm coming for you. Love that. <laughs> really funny. Um but like she was talking about how like as an author she doesn't get control over the book cover and the mm-hmm. cover art. She doesn't yeah. get to say where her books can and cannot be released. She doesn't get a say in um if she sells the rights on the casting or on anything like and like a lot of authors that is the way a lot of the authors they might be like spoken to regarding the casting they might get to sit in the audition room and as far as i'm aware lee bardugo has had a lot of say in the show i think the Mm. writing element of it but she's not gonna have control over things like casting casting. for a stunt double oh yeah that that would have nothing to do with her and the fact that she's being slandered with that, I've seen people say, I just, that wasn't fair. The people that you blame are, are the, the casting. casting directors. And actually, I don't know if you've seen this. So last night there was a special Shadow and Bone event. Um, there was like 900 fans. It was a really lovely moment. But Eric something, I don't know his name, um, who is the, what's it? He did like a lot of the writing for the show and I think some of the casting. He... So everyone's... I don't fully understand the situation yet, so maybe I shouldn't be commenting on it. I probably shouldn't be commenting on it. But one thing I have seen is... So I think that everyone thinks he's responsible, whether he is or is not, I'm not aware, um, for this whole casting situation. And during this live fan event, while all the cast were there, somebody turned their microphone on when Eric was speaking was like, I can't stand this man. I really can't stand to hear him talk. And, like, you see all the cast faces. If I was in that situation as an actor... I wouldn't know how to cope. I wouldn't know Who what to do. Who turned their microphone? It, it, was, it was somebody that had tuned into the event. 
and keep in mind this was like invite only like i tried to see if we could get in uh-huh. but there was no way because it was a special like invite only and and i saw some i just i didn't know how to react to that i think like as someone as an actor like calling out and condemning somebody if they've done something wrong absolutely fine but like in that kind of public event that's meant to be celebrating the show that you've been invited to yeah and also if some people i've seen some people trying to slander the actors for not speaking out about it but keep in mind they've just had a show come out on netflix some of them this is their first big job the amount of stuff they'll be having on social media if it was me honestly i would have responded to some, some nice messages and then turn my phone off yeah. because these guys are probably having like thousands of messages Their a day. Phones are probably broken mate. probably um but also like for the sake of mental health if mm-hmm. i was in that position i'd just put my phone down and be like yeah. okay people like the show good i'm glad that i've done it justice and i would just kind of like stay away from my phone for a while because that going from like not having anyone know who you are to then having everyone in the world know you yeah that's a lot and also they have no say over they things no like say the casting. casting of a stunt double um and amitha who plays um in edge people have been demanding that she say something but like how did i mean she obviously would have been aware of it but like you don't know how she feels she might have felt deeply upset well, by the whole we thing we don't even know not... if she did have any awareness of it because sometimes well no, there, are, there are pictures and oh, stuff just... oh okay but it's the thing of like we don't know how she would have felt and like for her that could have been a very traumatic and upsetting thing so she shouldn't have to comment on it if it's something she's uncomfortable no. with i think there is this big demand of like whenever something controversial happens people expect people to speak out about it but if it's something really traumatic like i was having a think about it the other day i've seen people slander actors being like oh so and so played the role of a gay character but isn't actually gay but i hate i don't like that sometimes because the thing is we don't know everything about the lives of a celebrity and like there's been a statement come out recently where i think it was like kate winslet or someone said that there's a lot of actors in hollywood who are closeted because they know that they won't have that same success Mm -hmm. and i feel like if i was ever put into that position where someone was like oh beth you played an lgbtq role and you're a straight person i would feel cornered to talk about my sexuality i don't even fully understand my own sexuality Mm -hmm. but then being put like and i've seen it happen at like conventions and stuff and stuff if somebody put me on the spot in front of an audience or on live tv with that kind of question i would feel terrified because if it is somebody who is fair it's not fair because if somebody is closeted they might not have prepared with how to deal with that situation um now and again like my argument is more make sure that the casting room is open and accessible to everyone it doesn't matter their race it doesn't matter their gender their sexuality make sure the casting room is open so for example if it is the role of a gay man is being cast make sure that people who are actually gay have the right to get into that audition room mm-hmm. um but i i i get kind of upset seeing people absolutely tearing acts to shreds because they're straight or we think they're straight playing that role but we don't know no and i sorry i know we should wrap this up soon because it's nearly two hours <laughs> but like a friend of mine was talking to me and he came out to me last year and he was saying he's like i never want to actually come out because why do i have to yeah. why do i have to come out and say this is who i am this is my sexuality when like for me this is just i'm just living like this and i like men yeah. what's why have i got to announce it to everyone i don't announce it in every room i walk into yeah. so that's a bit of a rant over i think i just we just went on a we just went on a rant yeah. um there's a lot of stuff going on um and what we're trying to get at get at oh my god i can't talk anymore get at is if you don't know the full story which you don't in a lot of these instances mm. don't 
cancel people until you mm. know a hundred percent don't make comments don't try and cancel people don't go in this cult culture to people and mm. cancel culture has gone so far that we're cancelling everyone but not the people that need to be cancelled people say like james charles has been cancelled but he still has a career yeah he still has so much money because we're cancelling everyone at this point but not like james charles and it has been proved that he ha- or has been proved that like we've seen the evidence of jeffrey star been- jeffrey star um, like these are people Shane that Dawson. are doing terrible things but they still have platforms they are still making money and benefiting and profiting but we've not properly cancelled them we just use the word of like okay we're not going to support them but nothing else happens yeah they're still rich. They're still sat there in their mansion. They're still getting away with all their terrible and stuff. And then everyone gets caught up on the next drama. That, that, like, cancelling an author because something that has nothing to do with her has happened. Yeah. And, in, I mean, in my mind, I'm thinking more about, like, the whole Lee Bong Diego and the casting yeah. thing. Like, with the whole Sarah J Maas thing, I don't know how you feel we, on that situation. I'm so, I'm not going to say what my own yeah. opinion is. We don't know what's got... Like, we don't know these people personally. Mm. Nobody knows unless they're close friends and we haven't been in their situation if she has said these things, that is horrendous. And yes, go for it. Cancel her. But make, make sure that the next time she brings out a book... Don't d- buy it. it don't support her, right? But until someone says it was her, I don't feel like we should be mm. going out of the way, out of our way in order to attack someone on another person's behalf. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, like with the Emily Duncan thing, so the author of Wicked Saints... Yeah. There was proof. So like once that came out, we shut her down. But there was like a load of other smaller authors that we wouldn't have known. Yeah. Until that was all proven. Yeah. Hold on, there was a point there, but I can't remember what it was. Um but yeah. I just wish everyone could specifically the drama between book Twitter and BookTok, I wish we could just, just enjoy, chill out. Just let people <sighs> enjoy what they want to enjoy. We all love books. That's great. Let's not have... Like, we already have... I get laughed at by students because I say I enjoy reading. Mm-hmm. I have to deal with that. Yeah. Don't judge me for enjoying BookTok and book Twitter. No. Just instead of... My, I think the way the best way to close this is um, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't just don't say, say anything. Yeah. I used that today about the woman that was mean <laughs> to me at work. Um, Maddie, social media. Social media. <laughs> We've gone so off topic. Okay. But I think it was a really needed conversation. Needed conversation. TikTok and Instagram. Instagram? Can't talk. TikTok and Instagram is at off the book underscore the podcast. Twitter is at off the book underscore pod. We've got a Goodreads off the book and a Gmail off the book podcast at gmail.com. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on Anchor, if you can leave a comment anywhere, please do. It really helps us out. Yes. Leave a little review. If the sound's shitty again, let us please know. tell us. If I'm too loud, which is highly likely because I have a loud voice and I'm really holding the microphone close. Yeah, we're sat real close to these mics. We've got none of the like little protector foam things you on You know it. what? I, I feel like I'm going to have been really loud in this episode. But to us, it all sounds perfectly fine on our end. Like we've tried going on Spotify and everything. It sounds mm. fine. So we're really relying on you guys to let us know if it's yes. shitty quality. Also, um, before we close, before we end... Um, since we we said we had some exciting stuff planned for post hiatus, we're not going to tell you what we have planned, but we've received some super exciting emails. Oh yeah. Um, we we have a lot of exciting things happening. Um, so thank you for supporting us so far. Please keep sharing it with your friends, with your family. Um, share it with everyone. Share it on book Twitter and book talk. Both of maybe them. and bookstagram. Just yeah, maybe we can bridge the gap. Maybe, maybe, or maybe they'll all turn on us and hate us. <laughs> Either way, 
no bad press is good press yeah any press is good press (laughs) next book is realm breaker i'm so excited for realm breaker i'm gonna read it tonight not the whole thing (laughs) in one go that is a thick book my guy i can already tell you we're not gonna be able to pronounce any of these names oh yeah um which i think it was really cute victoria avion made a pronunciation guide yeah um i would just like to say quick heads up for the like a little snippet into next week's episode we're not going to understand all the world building. No. And we're not going to be able to pronounce the names. No. But we're going to try. We're going to try. We're going to give our best for, shot. For Miss Aveyard, I will try. Yeah. I think that's it. That's it. Peace out. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>